I would say it's the least wonderful time of the year, guys, based on what you hear at the end of this episode that we just did oh, going please. into this podcast to shake it up. But I will tell you guys, I hate week one of the NFL season because I'm looking down this list of games and I don't know which what friggin' game to bet on. Oh, I, I have it. like eight of them that I am just slobbering all over myself to try and bet on here. Eight games? Mutt, how many do you have? Uh, I well that I'm gonna bet a lot. I I thought we were doing three well, on this well, what show. Was so your, what on? was your initial sort of like list of games? Because most week by mid season, the three of us are absolutely humming, and we come in with well, like nine picks, and we just let everyone else make theirs, and then we just make whatever. But this week, I'm like, there's two games I want to bet on. So I, I will tell you this, John. I, I lean more towards you. I, I think week one, I sort of want. I, oh, you're I lefty. I want to wait like a little bit. I, I, I'm, I want to <laughs> wait and see a little left. bit. Let's let's see what happens here. I'm not. I'm. I will. I will not have my my biggest investment of the year. Yep. Week one. That, uh, that is an absolute lock. I may actually, and we'll get to that in a second because uh-huh. week one is here. But before we get into our week one content. Shime and I recorded a bunch of 20-minute podcasts leading up uh, to the Week 1 podcast. So if you want to go back, get some uh, NFL MVP odds, some Super Bowl yep. odds, some over-unders, go back and grab those from Shime and I before Week 1. Get your bets in because more often than not, we are right. I may have been sure. shat on for saying the Broncos will be good this year on our show. By the way, sick defense of me, Shime. Your Broncos sitting, aren't going to be that good. Sitting there absolutely <laughs> silent. He goes, just he letting goes. me get lambasted. No, you have agreed with me on that take, I think both Broncos in off-air conversation good. and on this podcast. Well, I, well you know. Big difference between me saying, saying the, the team's going to be good is hardly a take. Me saying the Broncos are going to be good well, and you like saying they're going to be games. fifteen and two is a big well, difference there, John. Well, I, I mean, I'm just throwing a record out there, but you know, anywhere over eleven, everywhere over eleven is fine. Anyways, well, go listen to any of me and Shime's uh, off-season content before we dive into Week One. But Mutt is here. Mutt, how is the clink after your uh, arrest for protesting uh, anti-sports gambling laws in Massachusetts? It's all only one official arrest on my record for the record. <laughs> We're going to keep it at that. Um, yeah, we still welcome to the NFL season. We still, I'm still driving to New Hampshire like Shime is. Yep, sitting in the parking lot at Home Depot, firing off bets, getting free promotional bets in DraftKings. Thank you guys. Like that, it's amazing that we're here. It's actually not amazing. It's not surprising. It's frustrating as hell that we still can't bet legally in the state. And I don't think it's going to happen this year, fellas. If you're asking, probably me right not. Now. I don't think so. so. All right. So the formula for each for the way we will do it this season is going to be a little different. We're going to divide the pod into two separate pods. Mutt may not be there for the first one, but essentially it'll be a four Wednesday morning, Tuesday afternoon. You will get your week one recaps pod. Shime and I may do a Thursday night thing. If Mutt's around, maybe he'll be on it. We don't want to pressure Mutt as he has the chillums to deal with. And uh, unfortunately, Shime and I uh, do not, or fortunately, uh, I should say, Shime and I do not. So we have time to uh, mess around and do podcasts. Do. And then for Thursday afternoon slash Friday morning, you will get your weekly picks pod. And we will start each week with uh, the, our Patriots pick. And then each of us will get two picks uh, against the spread or over under, whatever you want. We'll work in some player props as they come. But to be honest, guys, I do not like. I am so confident about the Patriots blowing out the Dolphins in this game that I I need to do it as one of my picks, and then we can discuss. And the point being, uh, their offensive line is so bad, Shime. I don't know how we, the years of doing this podcast with me and us looking at offensive lines and knowing how bad when an offensive line is bad, it sinks teams. I don't know how you haven't looked at it yet. And the, the, I'll give you this. Because I wrote about this on WEI.com earlier this week, Mutt. I don't know if you caught it. Maybe did an hour on it on your show. Maybe had me on for a segment. (laughs) Uh, They have five. If Austin Jackson doesn't play, they're going to have five starters on their offensive line. For this game, maybe later in the season they're better than they are now. But for this game, 
five different starters who either were not on the team or played a different position for the Dolphins last year. Tua's going to get killed in this game. He is going to get absolutely killed. See, I don't, I don't even that care that Gilmore isn't playing. It's not going to matter. He's going to get murdered. And then the other side of the ball, the Patriots are just going to run the ball down their, their throats again. Damian Harris, I saw 68 and a half uh, for a prop bet on him. Take it, take it, take it. And the line, by the way, Patriots favored by three. Over under is 43 and a half shine. Uh, yeah, I am on the Dolphins here. I got the Dolphins plus three. Uh, I don't think the Patriots team is all that good. I think the defense is fine. I think the defense will be pretty good without Stephon Gilmore. Once Stephon Gilmore comes back, maybe they'll be better. Um, but without him, I, I think they're a just above average defense. And offensively, I'm not confident in Mac Jones. He's a rookie. He hasn't even taken an official NFL snap yet. Uh, I, I think these cornerbacks in Miami are pretty good. I think the Miami defense overall is going to be really good. Flores is going to scheme something up, uh, get a lot of pressure on him. So, cool, their offensive line isn't great. I, I understand that. I think they're going to get better as the season goes on. But I think a lot of the offense you're going to see out of the Dolphins early is a lot of rhythm stuff. Three-step drops, out early. Two is going to get it out uh, middle of the field. Guys like Waddle just going to take the ball yards after the catch. That's what they're going to do. And, and I think Miami's going to win this game. Mutt, your so, lead. So here we go. Uh, I need to help people out for a second that may be new to the podcast or don't listen religiously to uh, the Gresham Keefe show on our on WEI from 10 to 2. And I'm going to throw you guys a bone and use a phrase Ooh. that you guys know that I, I could care less about, but you guys are such nerds, You, you, this is a thing for you. Yes. It's origin story, right? These superhero origin stories, right? That's what they, 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 they China had that, right? <laughs> Origin, or, yes. You said origin, origin stories. You said no, origin, origin story, but... Ed Odrin stories. <laughs> Ed it's like you're pronouncing right, Oregon wrong, all right? So the repo man of this, this podcast. Go ahead. People that don't listen to Chris Scheim religiously need to know, this is just a Mac Jones thing. Chris Scheim mm-hmm. has planted a flag now for going on a year on WEEI to thousands of listeners that Mac Jones is not going to be good. It would not have mattered what the line was. It wouldn't have mattered where the game was. It wouldn't have mattered anything. You were never going to pick the Patriots shot. Just admit it. It's an anti-Mac Jones thing that you are locked into this take now. Going forward, you're locked in. Yeah, the only way I was picking the Patriots in week one was probably if they were playing Houston or Detroit, to be completely honest. <laughs> See? Like, I just, That's I don't, what I mean. I just and, don't and, think this team's going to be that good early on. Like They might get better as the season goes on, sure, but to start the season, this team's not going to be great. Uh, they might not be great, but they're better than Miami. And they, the, Vegas, it was a weird thing. Like, this was two and a half for us. I'm in at two and a half. I, I liked, I'm with you, John. I like the Patriots at three. And I like them because of two things. The offensive line thing is big for you. And I do think if you watch Miami in the preseason, they had training wheels on Tua. And I get the feeling that they're not even sure, like, if they still have their guy in Tua. I'm not going to be shocked Eventually, they have to go back in and redraft the way the Cardinals did and go back to the well at quarterback. Belichick's going to be ready for him, even without Stephon Gilmore. And I, I think there is a, there's going to be an uplift on that Patriots sideline to have an actual quarterback at the helm. I am absolutely leaning on the Patriots. I liked it at 2.5. I like it at 3. I won't like them all year, but this is a good spot for the Patriots in Week One, John. It just is an anti-Mac Jones taker. Right, Chris Scheim can't see it; he's blinded. I'm also by pro Tua, and I think that's the big difference between us. Is I, and a lot I of people Tua is station, better than Mac. Yeah, it's, it's I, the team. I, no, it's I the understand. O-line, it's the team around him. I, I I understand that. I'm just saying. Like, I think Tua is going to have a great year, not just a good year. I think he's going to have a great year, 
And uh, so I, I'm just I'm in on the Dolphins. I was in on the Dolphins most of the most of the summer. John can attest to that. And this yep. is so I I have just been in on the Dolphins. So that's why it, it is both anti Mac Jones and positive Dolphins take here. This is going to be something taught in like Psych 100 classes in college, though, uh, like cognitive dissonance or belief perseverance. Just being shown like chime offensive line. It matters. You 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 from your mouth, your brain always say that it matters. And I'm presenting it to you that they have the one of the worst O lines in the league, one of the worst O line situation. At to start the season, and you're still like, hey, yeah, Tua, here we go. <laughs> I just think the Dolphins are going to win All this right. game. I know. So Shimes on the Dolphins, Mutt and I are on the pa- are on the yep. Patriots. I, I'm breaking the rules, and I need to make it one of my picks because that it's absolutely my favorite game of the weekend. I think it's such a layup for the Patriots to cover the spread. Mutt, we'll start with you. Your first of two picks against the spread. Yeah, I, I, mine. So mine are both going to be totals here, and I'll start Ooh, with what okay. I think is my favorite bet on the board. And and people that are. Any website has this available now, and that's a big difference between even doing this a couple of years ago, guys, and now. It's so prevalent. There's a million websites. I mean, you find this stuff everywhere. And I, I, week one, like, I understand why they did this, but they still made the Houston Texans team total way too high. So they have the Texans team total at 20.5 points. Their starting quarterback is Tyrod Taylor. Their starting running backs are Phillip Lindsay and, and Mark Ingram. After that... I can't name any Houston Texans. I get they're playing Brandon Jacksonville. Cooks. What's that? Brandon Cooks. Okay, fine. Brandon Cooks. I, I, <laughs> That's like I'll, it. Give me another He'll one. be on the Patriots in a month. But. Give me another one. Give me another one. Uh, I think uh, the the, Bear, the Bears receiver, Anthony Miller. Okay. Per, I, I, absolute stiff. Absolute <laughs> stiff. What about, what about the Miller. dude who ripped the bong uh, before killed, the NFL draft? Laramie Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil. Uh, he's killed my DFS lineups for years, Anthony Miller. True. So, it, it, they, they can't. I know why they can't do it because they know everyone's going to hammer the over. They put in the teens. It should be in the teens. I, I love the Houston Texans team total under twenty and a half points. They're they're trying to tank. They just traded Bradley Roby, who's one of their best defensive players. They traded him <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. end of the season. They're just tanking. And so even though it's Jacksonville, even though it's you know, Urban Meyer is at a questionable start there. Under twenty and a half points, Houston is my favorite bet on the board available. If you can get it. Get it now before it goes even lower because it's going low before Sunday. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I actually love this game up because I'm big on Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville's going to have a hot start to the season. They have a very easy schedule to start the year. I think Trevor Lawrence is as advertised. So one of my picks this week is actually going to be Jacksonville minus three. I think they are going to steamroll the Houston Texans. Like James Robinson, we uh, did it. We did the perfect fantasy lineup today on uh, Gresham Keefe. Uh, James Robinson was our one of our running back plays because I just think he's going to run. They're going to kind of keep the training wheels on Trevor Lawrence a little bit. First game of the year. They're going to establish the run. They're going to get a lead. It's going to be just simple football out of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going to win this game running away. I'll give you my second to start this one. I'm deciding between two and the fly. But I think a team that I'm going to love to bet on and a team I'm going to love to bet against this season, uh, I'm going to take the Washington football team. Uh, They are one-point underdogs at home against the L.A. Chargers. I love it because the Washington front seven, I think they are just going to wreck Justin Herbert in this game. As far as O-line goes for the Chargers, it's one of the most rickety groups in the league where maybe in a hypothetical world where all five starters are healthy and playing their correct spots, then it's fine. But both guard spots shaky. All three of these, so they draft Rayshon Slater. They bring in Corey Lindsley for center. They sign Brian Blogger right tackle. All three are dinked up already. And if any, like, this could also be bad going forward. So keep this in mind for betting against them for future weeks. If Chase Young comes in and obliterates, obliterates Rayshon Slater in his first game, that can just completely screw with that, with that kid's mentality going forward. But also, like, coming down to the offensive coordinator battle, Scott Turner versus Joe Lombardi. 
oh my god, this is going to be... The, I, I feel like the Chargers are going to be so inefficient on offense this year, and they're going to be one of those offenses that we bring up week after week as being a team. Like, up oh, second and ten, and they run the ball, now they're in, they're in you know third and long, and Justin Herbert has to try to bail them out. Also, Austin Eckler is a, a little bit banged up as well. I mean, even with the, the weapon, even with the Curtis Samuel injury, I still think there's too many weapons on the Washington offense, assuming Ryan Fitzpatrick gets <laughs> the ball to them, for uh, the Chargers to really cover all of them. So I'll take Washington as a one-point underdog at home against the Chargers. Uh, let's serpentine this thing. Sean, give me your second pick. Uh, well, just to react to that pick real quick, I, uh, I this is, was a stay-away game for me because I, I really like the Chargers this year, but I also think Washington defense is kind of nuts. So I kind of need to – these are two teams I need to see a game yep. of before I actually start betting on either of them. That's what I mean about week one. I hate it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, well, here's a game that you shouldn't hate, John. It's very simple. Seattle minus two and a half at Indianapolis. I'm taking a page out of Mike Mutnansky's playbook, yes. 2020. Seattle minus two and a half at Indianapolis. Only, only better than the first half of the season, though. Yeah, exactly, because you <laughs> want to know what they're going to do. They're going to let Russ cook in the first five or six weeks, then he's going to throw a few picks, and he's then they're going to be like, it. I don't know, I think we should be running the ball at a, well, I mean, you know, that, closer and, to 50 50 clip. I, one of my favorite, favorite storylines, obviously, for someone who bet Seattle and, and played all the Seattle players in, in DFS all last year, the new coordinator coming in, and all he's talking about Shane is get is getting the ball out to Lockett and Metcalf, getting the ball to those guys quickly, and letting them play. I mean, that I love that's it. what they need to do in Seattle. So I, I, I keep agree going. Keep, I, I'm, I'm preaching at this. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I, uh, I'm, I'm all in on Seattle here. I think Indianapolis is going to be low-key really bad this year. I think they're going to have a lot of issues on the roster. I think Frank Reich's a good coach, and he might actually be able to help them balance it a little bit. But I don't, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I don't think they're a division-winning team. Their schedule is unbelievably difficult, uh, and I think it starts here with Seattle because I think Russ comes in and throws for like 350 in that dome uh, and just lights them up, which is why I love, 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 love Tyler Lockett this week uh, in DFS as well. Like he is just he's, – he's relatively inexpensive. He's going to get a ton of targets just like last year. He got a ton of targets early, then kind of fell off a little bit second half of the year. So I am all in on Seattle, only laying two and a half points. Give me that all day. Mutt, take us home. Uh, I'm going to go to one more total here. I guess I'm Tommy Totals today. Uh, we another guy we've always talked about. You guys actually put me on him. Is I'll give I think I'll give Anderson credit for this. But an actual good coach in Arthur Smith. He's off of Tennessee. He's now in Atlanta. Uh, runs that Atlanta team now against Nick Sirianni in the Eagles. The total is <laughs> the, the total here opened 46 and a half. It's already up to 48 or 48 and a half. These are two teams that want to run a million plays. If we believe that the Arthur Smith we saw in Tennessee is now running the – they're going to run a million plays. They're going to throw it early and often. We know that they're going to let Jalen Hurts cook this year in Philadelphia. They have to prove that draft pick work. And the defense, especially on the Atlanta side, that's a bottom 10 pass defense. I think PFF ranked them, I think, dead last in terms of secondary grading heading into this year. This, th- this total is too low. I like a high-scoring game in week one, and this is it. Give me the over at 48, 48 and a half, wherever you see it. Uh, Philadelphia and Atlanta, two teams that want to play fast, guys. They got bad defenses. They both want to throw the ball. Give me the over here, Falcons and Eagles week one. Arthur, I hardly even knew her. Oh my God. This is what we're doing already. What, what I was going to give the guy credit. He's doing a great. No, he He's is fast doing good. Today, fast pace, a clean hosting, and then he goes. He's right learning to from Gresh. Oh, you're talking to me. I thought you were talking about Arthur Smith. But what, what I will say, something to keep in mind with uh, Arthur Smith. Uh, right when you point it out is when I screw up. That's the worst part of it. <laughs> yes, we're back. We're One back. of the best parts of Arthur, Arthur Smith this season is that last year, like, there's that concept where it's like you have Derrick Henry, you need to be running the ball more. I'm sure Vrabel's on his ass at times, being like, we need to run Henry more. 
first off, he is his own boss now, and there's no good. No, but and even if he wasn't his own boss, there's nobody to be like, hey, you got to run Mike Davis more. They're built like, to throw, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Mike Davis, so he's gonna a, he's gonna let it rip this year. Oh he, yeah. Davis stepped in. He was he was uh, he was basically a, 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 a CMC light when he stepped yeah, in. He was for like seventy five percent of CMC last year, so, which is really good. So you got him. They load up offensively. Calvin Ridley. I think Russell Gage is pretty good there. He gets out of the shadow of Julio Jones. Obviously, a tight end. What they did in the draft. Like I, I am. I am all in on the over here. 50 I, points. 50 points. I am so with you here, Mutt. I love the Falcons this year. Uh, just from an offensive standpoint, I am all in on Calvin Ridley. I think he has a chance to push for the single-season receiving yards record now that there's 17 games. Like Ooh. That's how much he's going to get Ooh. targeted, especially early on in the year. Just like last year. I mean, DFS-wise, he had 37 and 33 points in his first two games last year. I think you're going to see something very similar this year to start the season. So, uh, I mean, I think his season total right now on DraftKings is like, 1350 I'm hammering that over I love Calvin Ridley this year um so I, I love this pick for sure all right so recap uh my two picks were the Patriots covering against the Dolphins uh Mutt was with me on that Shine was yep. against me and I'm also on Washington as a one-point dog at home against the Chargers Shine, your two picks were uh my two picks were Seattle minus two and a half at Indianapolis and Jacksonville minus three at Houston and Tommy totals your totals were yeah, I want the under-team total in the Texans. They're going to stink under 20.5 points. And then Eagles-Falcons over. It's it's 48, 48.5. I'm, I'm, whatever the number is, I'm taking the over. This game's getting at 50 points. I'm not sure. There's some of these games in week one, you know, did slug of a slog after the th- short preseason, but I think this one's going to be a high-scoring game. Perfect. And if you're out there and you disagree with us, and maybe Rick's picks down in Sarasota, Florida, if you Rick, want if you want to if you want to send in some picks to us in audio form, tweet them at us at MuttWEI, at Shimetime, at Anderson J A, at Winners Club Pod if that still exists. It does. Uh, at Gresh Keith, at Mud at Night WEI. Uh, just get them to him some get, get them to us somehow. We want to see them. Uh Mutt, quickly. Were you aware that Shime is going to be at a public event this weekend in a dunk tank? I let out an audible "Oh my God!" yesterday when Mike <laughs> Mike Hurley does a great job uh, covering sports here in town for CBS. He tweeted out the picture that is saying he was going to be in a dunk tank at Idle Hands Brewery, and we all love Idle Hands. So I click on the photo, John, and there in the lower left corner, like who? who and so it's probably the best celebrities on top. Guys, you may have heard of Fitzy, round two, and DJ then, Bean, and then Mike way Hurley. at the bottom, like you may you probably never heard of this guy unless you're a video game addict on Twitch. They're shine with a hat backwards in a dunk tank. Is there a set time for this? Yes, on uh, there is, 100%. It is 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon, an hour prior to the Steinhoisting competition at Oktoberfest at Idle Hands Brewery in Malden. Make sure to come out. Uh, if you hate my takes, you hate my Mac Jones take, you just think I'm annoying, or you love me so much that you just want to see a fat guy flounder in water, <laughs> like, please come out. All the money that is spent on balls thrown to try and sink me uh, is going to charity. So yep. please, please, please feel free to come out, support Idle Hands, support uh, charity, and uh, watch me flail around in a long I'm picturing what? every ounce of the water like flying like 300 feet into the air when Shime goes in, and then falling, like falling, 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 <laughs> falling directly takes, back into the into the duck tank. He takes enough crap on your show for being a chubbo. Can you can you give the guy a Cut break? He's trying to paint an image. Although I will say, Mutt, I went to a music festival in 2015, and at the bottom, the very bottom of that lineup poster was an artist I had never heard of named Halsey. 
That could be your Chris oh, Scheim. Hey, that, could be, that could be Chris Scheim. Chris Scheim could be the Halsey I of the uh, Idle Hands dunk nice. tank. Nice, I like well, that. You could blow I, up I, and have a child. And you know, uh, This, unfortunately for me, I need to ask the audience a favor on this because I know the people listening are, are Scheim uh, fanatics. Okay. Please get, get some video of this, or John, if you go over there, or Scheim, have your girlfriend oh, do I'll it. Oh, I'll be there. Because you kidding I, you me, Mutt? I'm, I'm going to have Tommy John by the time I'm done throwing <laughs> Ducking Mutt. Dunk this, shine, unfo- sorry. Th- this is week one of, of flag football. And I'm not only coaching one of my kids, but both Ooh. kids. They play back-to-back on Saturdays Ooh. every Saturday. Are you running, are you running a heavy play-action scheme? No, we're running a lot of misdirect. When you're kindergarten to second grade, misdirection is Good killer. Call. They Good think call. the balls go one Some way, outside it's going zone. the other. Well, what you got to do, Mud, is you got to marry the run game to the pass game. Everything's got to be out <laughs> of the not, same. Out there's of the not same, much uh, pass game because the parents go, stop. Because last year, I had parents go, I think you're passing too much. I, like, I'm oh, an aerial stop. coach. I don't run the football. You're Cliff Kingsbury. He's running the air raid offense. <laughs> So I, I wish I could olds. be there. I, I need a proxy there to throw some balls for me. I'll, I'll, I'll leave for some sure. money in your locker, John. You can uh, uh, take care of it. And I need some video of that because I'll be coaching. But I'll be with you in spirit. I wish I could be there because it's, it's not like an awesome event at Idle Hands on Saturday. Perfect. All right. So this will be up this afternoon. Mutt, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Prison Week Mike. Week Prison one, Mike. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Prison Mike logging off. Mutt, we'll check in with you next week. Uh, Shime, before we go. This is a family. It is a family. Uh, we have multiple podcasts on this network, one of which happens to be Hashtag Dork. Yep, they uh, did Hosted something. by Rich Keefe, Ryan Davey. They did Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. The movie was so Next good. Next MCU movie. There you go. movie was so good. We also have the Bradfoe Show. I think he had Joe Kelly on this Joe week. Kelly and Josh. Well, it was, they like split it in half. It was Joe Kelly for half of it, Josh Beckett in the second half. Got and then I think sense. Ian Brown and John Tomasi hopped in at one point. Got it. Okay. Um, and Bradfoe Brad had a corona the yes. entire time. Absolutely. And, and then uh, the off-day podcast, Andy Hart, Ryan Hannibal, immediately following Patriots Dolphins on Sunday. They will record a podcast that'll be out for you sometime Sunday afternoon. Listen to it Monday morning, driving to work, something like that. Hell Are there yeah. any podcasts left? Uh, that's oh, it. The Skate Pod with Scott oh, yeah. Scott McLaughlin, Bridge of Peru, and uh, Brian DeFelice. Yes. The Bergeron today. Bergeron saying he's going to play out his contract and go from there. Bergeron and Tom I Brady, like it, the pantheon of athletes who mm-hmm. continue to age and yet continue to get handsome. All right. Week one picks are out. We'll be back with a recap next week. Say bye, Sean. Bye. Hello. Hello. Oh, wow, there he is. Hey, there it is. No singing? Come on, where's the singing? Come on, where's the singing? I was just singing, actually, right before you got on. It's the most wonderful time of, of the year. year. It's They'll been be gambling and winning and, and so many and picks. Win- <laughs> <laughs> and jolly good cheer. Oh, I, I can do that. I can do the whole song, man. I was it's writing out lyrics the most today. wonderful time, time of the year. Come at you in three, two, one. 